Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to The Art of Being Well. I am a leading functional medicine doctor. I get to consult people around the world via webcam and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, Ketotarian, and my newest book, Gut Feelings. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the Telehealth Center, we actually have brand new telehealth patient options now open and lots of free resources there for you as well. You could check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And listeners of The Art of Being Well, we're giving away free signed books no matter when you listen to this episode. All you have to do for a chance to win is head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the show. You can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast review itself, or you could take a screenshot of your Apple Podcast review and message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole. And every single month, my team and I will be going through the Apple Podcast reviews themselves and the Instagram messages and randomly picking winners every single month. And then I'll reach out to you and then I'll ask which book you want me to sign and we'll send it out to you. All right, good luck. All right, let's get to today's guest. He's a good friend of mine. His name is Darren Olean. Darren is co-host of the Emmy award-winning number one Netflix docu-series, Down to Earth with Zac Efron, spending nearly 20 years exploring the planet, discovering new and underutilized exotic foods and medicinal plants as a superfood hunter, Darren developed Shakeology, grossing over $4 billion in sales since 2008 for Beachbody. He also created a plant-based ultimate reset 21-day detoxification program for the company. From his years of experience within the health space, he wrote his New York Times bestselling book, Super Life, The Five Fixes, that will keep you healthy, fit, and eternally awesome, as well as his new book, Fatal Conveniences, which we get into today. As host of the widely popular podcast, The Darren Olean Show, Darren curiously explores people, solutions, and health, as well as life's fatal conveniences. I was on the podcast. He's an amazing human being. Let's get right to it. This is Darren Olean's Art of Being Well. 
Darren, my friend, welcome to the podcast. Will, and, it's awesome yeah. to be here. My goodness, that uh, pleasure's all mine. And I love this new book. I love the title, love the cover. It's important, critically important topic. What was the genesis of it? How did it come to be? Yeah, I mean, it, it goes back far, man. It uh, The genesis was my dad in the 90s. So imagine I'm, I'm out of out of the house. I'm studying physiology, nutrition in the heart of, I think, probably my junior year when it really started hitting. And my dad was a high functioning person with, it was a professor, double master's degree. So he was smart. And uh, all of a sudden he started describing how through some doctors that he had been working with, as you would pick up from the environment, whether it's an off-gassing t-shirt to sh- shampoo, conditioner, deodorants, carpets, paints, and it just home to me if I was going to come then home to meet him because you couldn't be around him if you had, you know, industrial anything coming off of you. And originally... You know, it was, it's a term now, multiple chemical sensitivity disorder, and it was very, obviously very new then. And it was, you know, hard to believe at first, but then, um, this was 30 years ago. So seeing this man that was my first teacher in life, kind of getting the crap beat out of him. Uh, and then he was forced to retire from the university of Minnesota as a direct result of this, um, Credit to the university. They acknowledged it. There was enough evidence that he put together, Mm -hmm. but it sent him on a spiral of Mm -hmm. isolating himself. Ultimately, the best place for him was on a beach um, Mm -hmm. with ocean breeze. That was his safest place. And Mm -hmm. he was a highly engaged social person. So, as you can imagine, that sent him down a spiral. And then, just to conclude that, he picked up, you know, uh, drinking after 30 years of sobriety. And then that, that was the, that was the demise that didn't, didn't end well. So yeah, this whole book, you know, that started this path, you know, as you can imagine in the health world and kind of superfood hunting, it's kind of interesting how being in the supplement world, I was like, Hey, what's this nat? what's in these natural flavors? <laughs> and then you're like, wait a minute, why does the FDA have all these other flow agents that are different classifications, but the the same potential carcinogen or endocrine disruptor. Why is this in the natural flavor protocols or uh, criteria? And so I was bumping up against this kind of my entire life. And then some researchers that I met along the way, doctors would fill me in on all these other, you know, EMF research 25 years ago. And I was like, holy shit. Right. So at this point in my life, well, this was just kind of screaming at me. I, I, it was hard to, hard to write because amassing that amount of information and concluding each chapter was, it was my naive approach. Like it was, I was naive. Like mm-hmm. I thought I knew a bunch, but as you know, once you start actually digging into anything, <laughs> you come to realize holy shit, this is bigger, worse, more proliferated across so many different areas uh, and products. Uh, and I, I came away with more concern 
um, rather than less. And to mm. your point, we need to talk about this because it is invisible, it is silent, it is permeated almost in every product we use, everything mm. we're doing. Um, so yeah, that was the start of this wow. kind of crazy journey. Powerful, insidious to say the least. So let's get into it on yeah. what this is. You call them, it's the title of the book, but you call them fatal conveniences, which is just a brilliant way of putting it, a lethal convenience, right? Okay. So what what is it exactly? What are we talking about? Yeah, so you know, it's it's this whole thing of trying to wake up the apathy. So it's these things in our life that we are doing today. We're all doing them. Uh, we're using, we're ingesting, we're slathering, we're washing, <laughs> we're trying to clean. It's these normal, quote unquote, especially the, sl the slathering for sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lots exactly. of slathering. There's a lot of slathering we're doing. And it's these quote unquote normal choices that we are making that we're not thinking have mm -hmm. these perpetuating, call it stress responses in the body. So, so you're, you're like, you're just going about your day. I have to jump in the shower. I, uh, and I don't have a water filter on and I mm -hmm. presume my tap water is safe. I use my same shampoo cause I like how it smells. I use the same conditioner. I use the same body soap. I use the same cologne or fragrance. I use the same in, in women's cases or anyone's cases at this point, makeup. You're, you're just, we're habitually just using these products without really informed consent for all of this. And all of these things have these invisible kind of side effects that becomes that, that convenience uh, gets added to that fatal side of things. So that fatal convenience where you know better than anybody that little things added up in our favor or added up against this cause detrimental effects compounded through life, right? So mm -hmm. that's what we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. We're dealing with many normalized choices that we are doing literally hundreds of choices every day right. that when you start to unpack the exposures to some of this stuff. And we're, so we're talking about, you know, let's talk about a convenience. A convenience is an internal combustion engine. It's a hell of a convenience for society, right? <laughs> Electricity, right? You know, yeah. indoor plumbing, on-demand water from our tap. Keep in mind, 2 billion people don't have that still in the world, right? So these are monumental shifts. And then we have, you know, agriculture to make, especially here in the States and Western worlds, we have way too much food. But then the fatal side of it, that food is chemicalized. It's ultra processed. It's no longer food, all of these things. So, and of course, the cell phone, like these things are monumental. And I will acknowledge too, that they're incredibly convenient. But the, the whole idea here is not to think that everyone needs to go to the woods or live at the ocean and uh, live in a tent. It's just we need to be aware of this stuff to lessen the exposure mm -hmm. because that exposure is stress and it's micro stresses and it's, and it's all the time. It's the propellants. It's the flavorings. It's the colorings. 
It's the dyes. It's the fragrances. It's the emulsifiers. It's the thickeners. It's the lining of on stuff, the BPA, the BPHs, the PFOSs, the things that go, oh, that's, I, I'm not worried that my food's going to stick to that container. Well, you didn't know or you weren't informed that that is one of 9,000 chemicals that are created from the grandfather of Teflon called PFOS or PFOAs or pre or pro polyfluoral alkali substances that are forever chemical, that are an endocrine disruptor, that are probable carcinogens. So, oh man, well, it's, it's just it, like- it, Yeah, it's, it is ubiquitous, it's, right? It's, it's ubiquitous. And yeah. then when people hear us talk about this, and look, just for context, I mean, you know this, but for people that are listening to this that don't know this, these are things that I measure on labs all the time, coming out <laughs> of the urine, the immune system's responding to it on blood tests. This is not just some abstract thing, but people hear this stuff and then they say, well, I mean, and I know you talk about this in the book, but what do you say for the person that says it's a small amount, it's incremental, right. it's not that big of a deal because it's small amount. What, what's your response to that? Yeah, well, we the research has been blowing that out of the water. And you know more than anybody, too, you know, you're dealing already in micro responses. Your whole, when you say endocrine disrupting, you know, our whole glandular system is micro adjustments, billions and billions and billions of micro adjustments every day from sympathetic responses, parasympathetic responses, exposures, stressors, adrenaline cortisol, uh, insulin, uh, you name it. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Leo Trasande has done some great, great work on this. Dr. Shana Swan has done some great work on this. And it's basically like those micro doses and the endocrine system, that is, that is where it all happens. So it no longer holds up that mm -hmm. in, in a lot of respects, they're showing that micro doses, it doesn't even matter. Any, mm -hmm. Even the microdose has the same effect as mm -hmm. even macro doses. So, so it's, it's a really insidious kind of shadow side to this whole mm -hmm. modern world that we have to be aware of. And so a lot of these classifications show up as, you know, we have 60 to 80,000 chemicals that are man-made that are just blasted into the world. Thousands of them are known carcinogens. Thousands of them are known endocrine disruptors. So think about that. Let's just unpack endocrine disrupting because hell, you can just innocently try to get your water every day and oh, crank on your tap and you're being 50% of the US population. I would argue even more now, 50% of the US population, the basic biggest exposure of PFOS is from the drinking water, yeah. right? That's crazy. And then you have BPA, BPHs, you have astrazine, you have glyphosates, you have pesticides and herbicides. Those are carcinogens. Those are endocrine disruptors. You have pharmaceutical drugs, all of these things. So these are, this is micro exposures added up over freaking time. Mm -hmm. Let's also keep in mind that none of these are, you know, we've got a few percent are tested and then they say things like, well, it's not that much. But the problem is no one's testing that in the real world. Mm -hmm. So if a woman is putting on their lotions and their cosmetics and things like that, you have 
you have plasticizers even in lotions now you have parabens and phthalates and those have half-lives in the body so biochemically your body gets rid of them but it does have exposure toxicities in there the body gets rid of them but the problem is we keep getting exposed to them in all these other ways so we're really never ever getting out of these kind of things then you have these pfos chemicals that are forever these are bioaccumulating this is where it's very scary because we flippantly even say a forever chemical, but just hang out for that on a, for a second. It's mm-hmm. forever. And so those things hang out in the adipose tissue. The body is brilliant at any sort of exposure because if your body has a foreign substance, it definitely wants it out of harm's way. So it shoves it away after it's already gone through your bloodstreams and caused uh, everything from neurological disorders, from senescence disorders, from everything else, but then it, it shoved it away in adipose tissue tissue. So potentially you have toxic debris being stuck away mm-hmm. and, you know, back to kind of the microdosing thing, any little microdose of these endocrine disruptors, for example, these things are then blocking pathways of normal hormone reception, right? They're also directly acting on that glandular system. Mm -hmm. So it's mimicking some of those hormones. So it's disrupting the singularity, the the single signals within the body. Mm -hmm. And, And this is where the body then overreacts or underreacts. Because it's based on a chemistry that wasn't supposed to be there, and it's based on a chemistry that's no longer normal. Yeah. So, so it, it's. I'm also interested in like hearing from you because we are in in an area where the experimentation of these hun, you know, thousands of chemicals that we're exposed to every day, mm-hmm. we we are in a really bad experiment. And it's just aiding and abetting, you know, you know, when I started to see endocrine disruption, PFOS chemicals, phthalates, parabens connected to high cholesterol, diabetes, heart disease, you're like, oh my God, right? Right. Because you think of these things like, oh, it's the food. Yeah. (laughs) But then you're like, no, it's not just the food. You know, the research on ultra processed food and whole food eating calorie for calorie, you are gaining weight eating ultra processed food. There's a, there's a new study out. You're gaining weight eating calorie for calorie at the same time by eating ultra processed food because of the disruption that it's having hormonally, metabolically, all of that stuff. So it blows away. It's not just calorie for calorie. Because we're in a science experiment. Yeah, it's a massive science experiment. Something that I see around this time of year, every year at the Functional Medicine Telehealth Center, people dealing with seasonal affective disorder. The changes of seasons can really affect our health. The fun days of summer are ending. School is starting for many people. Routines are changing. Transitions can be hard for us. It can leave us feeling low, 
Something that we integrate with every telehealth patient is mental health care, mind-body connection. It's a major part when we're improving people's labs. And it's not just about physical health, but this bi-directional relationship with mental health and physical health. And they're really two sides of the same coin. Something that we integrate in many telehealth patient protocols is working with a licensed therapist. A company that we love to work with is Talkspace. Talkspace makes it easy to find a therapist that you're going to really love. It's convenient to meet online, just like we're in telehealth with functional medicine. Talkspace makes mental health really accessible and affordable. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within just 48 hours. It's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made really easy. Talkspace lets you send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times, and be a guiding light in your life. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash ABW. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash ABW to get $80 off of your first month right now and show your support for the art of being well. That's Talkspace.com slash ABW. As I'm recording this episode, I'm in between consulting patients online and sipping my favorite electrolyte drink, Element. All my patients that listen to this podcast, you know, I'm always talking about Element. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. It has this really effective science-backed ratio that I have found to be very effective clinically. 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium, but none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients no fillers. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs because electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormone regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. Element can help prevent and eliminate headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiencies. Look, when we have new telehealth patients, one of the most overlooked things that when we bring it to the patient's attention, which is optimizing electrolytes, a lot of these common symptoms can go away, like headaches and muscle cramps and fatigue and brain fog and muscle cramps. Right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets completely free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors. I love I love so many. I love the raspberry, I love the citrus, I love the orange, I love the grapefruit. I like their spicy sweet flavors as well. You could try a lot of these flavors or you can share Element with a salty friend. We all have one of those, right? Get yours at drinkelement.com slash willcole. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash willcole. This deal is only available through this link. So you have to go to drinkelement.com slash willcole. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. 
Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. And something you didn't touch on that. I see clinically too, in addition to the hormone issues and the neurological problems and the metabolic issues that you mentioned is auto, our autoimmune conditions yeah. and just an epidemic rise of it. And, and we know, I mean, like you said, it's, if anything, conservative, the official conservative estimate is nearly half of the United States tap water has these forever chemicals, but, but you're saying it's probably more for yeah. all intents and purposes. Well, that's, and that's just the exposure then. And so you yeah. think about, you think about PFAS showing up and that's just the water and that's, that's reinfection. And what I mean by that is the PFAS is being used on your carpets. It's using a fire retardants. It's used on, uh, no stain, uh, couches. It's used in your bedding material. It's used in your baby bib. So it's easy to wipe off. It's, it's, it's in wicking material for for water resistance it's in leather your leather seats you're sitting on every day it's everywhere and that's the forever chemical so but the the interesting thing when i was looking at this the thing that hit me the uh, one of the light bulbs that went off is like oh the nature of creating this chemicalized soup that we're then selling to ourselves, the nature of creating it is infinitely detrimental to the environment, right? So, so there's nothing, you know, the famous Hudson River was one of the most like chemically destroyed rivers on the planet. No, uh, no, virtually no oxygen was there anymore, no fish life. And uh, the water keepers came in, Robert Kennedy Jr., that organization he worked on for 30 years, they cleaned it all up because they put mandates on the chemical companies that were dumping into the environment. And they're, and those chemical companies are creating these products for us to buy. So it's not, so as we are an ecosystem, as we are infinitely connected to our environment, we are the environment. Mm -hmm. If it's doing this to you, it's doing this to the yeah. environment. You want to be an environmental activist, Start home. You're Start home. with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're home so, yeah. because you're also saying no to the chemicalized creations yeah. of those things that are destroying this planet, that are polluting this planet. It, we're inextricably linked. I think of that as I look at labs on a daily basis. I'm reminded of this is you think of the macro and micro, you look at the macro, you think of climate change, dysregulation, and sort of a planetary inflammation that's happening on a micro level in the form of chronic inflammatory problems and the soil microbiome and it's okay. intimately con intimate connection to our gut microbiome. It's the same, uh, same, as, same, same as within. So, yeah. so without as, as above, above, so below. So below. It, yeah. Like it's, 
you know you it's can true. see the, the entire universe just zero in on it and it's and zero out it's exactly the same yeah. So well, like yeah. people are hearing us rattle off this list of basically their life. Right. And then they're <laughs> so let's <laughs> let's boil it down to what are the worst offenders? Like what what do people need to like look out top of the list? What are the things we need to be mindful of? I mean, I, I think of the, the easy exposures is when you open your mouth. Right. When you open your mouth up and we described a few of those, the the PFOS is the the pesticides, herbicides, larvicides, pharmaceuticals, the, the things that are from your water. So easy things for not even a hundred bucks you can get a water filter. So every shower you take is now filtered out mostly of those and get a, and also get a good reverse osmosis drinking water filter system. So now at least you've stripped out that water, but of course, you do not want to just keep drinking that water. No water in the body is without electrolytes, right? So we will, we want to, again, you, you're flowing with nature. So the fatal convenience is like, Hey man, there's a lot of non-natural things that are harming us. We got to go back to her. We got to go back to nature. So water, you need to strip it of our, our pollution and then build it back up again. Right? So, so get a good glass bottle, get a good reverse osmosis filter. Now, all of a sudden, you don't have to buy any water. Now, if you have your own access to water and it's tested, then great. Awesome. You have a well, you have a spring. Awesome. That's that's mother at its best. And then, so remineralize that again. You can use Celtic sea salt, Himalayan salt. You can use She Legit, Fulvic minerals. Like there's it's a wide variety of, of natural forming electrolytes. I wouldn't buy into this whole thing of like some specialized version of Gatorade. So like that stuff's junk, right? So, so that's a great way to start because that's a hell of water, both on the body and in the body is a perfect way. And then start working on the food. You know, 60% of adults are eating ultra processed food in America, 70% of our children, and that stuff is just poison. So start eliminating the ultra processed food because you're just, that's just, again, more toxic exposure. And then from there, you can start moving out from there. What are you doing? You know, start to activate and question your life. What are you mm -hmm. doing every day? Be more scrutinizing of it. That cell phone, it's a, it's a carcinogenic stick with duration and proximity is known problems, right? Mm -hmm. With the FCC that has no business in having human, the, the EPA was supposed to have that as their safety standards, but it was taken away from the EPA. And for some reason, the FCC has safety standards on cell phone that's 20 years antiquated, which is ridiculous. But we know through many studies, both human and animal and rats and mice, that proximity and duration over time does some scary shit with the cell phone. The only reason I bring up cell phone, and this was a massive chapter, holy shit for me, and uh, it rings very true to like the tobacco industry going, hey, we know where there's some problems, but let's mm -hmm. just kind of pretend they're not there and sell this to, to the world. So don't put a cell phone up to your head. 
under any circumstances. Don't ever do it. Buy, you know, I use these things. Like these are, and I have them on here too. So they're air tubes. They don't allow, even if you can plug back in and you don't need the air tubes, but the air tubes don't let any extra dirty electricity travel to my head. That's easy. These are easy okay. solutions. Hashtag plug back in, man. And <laughs> I'm plugged, my computer's plugged back in. My Wi Fi is off right now. So I'm plugged back in. Easy other solution there get a remote control for your Wi Fi router. Turn that shit off at night because we know. Here's what we know. And then I'll button on, button down on EMFs. We know through the studies that it increases free radical oxygen species. What is that? Stress on a cellular level. Yeah. So we know, you know, EMF radiation is stressful. We also know, which I didn't know until we did the research, that it opens up the blood-brain barrier. That's right. scary shit, dude. Like, leaky brain. Leaky brain. Oh, man. You can and measure that on labs, too. Zonulin occluded in these... No kidding. ...tight junction on blood tests. Yeah. Anyways, wow. sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. The, these things, uh, th that scared the shit out of me because I'm like, oh, and kids are infinitely more susceptible because their immune systems aren't as compromised, their heads aren't as thick, the brain imaging was scary. So just with proximity of a cell phone or a tablet going all the way through the brain, causing all kinds of stress response, and uh, again, that the blood-brain barrier, these things are the things that really scared me. And then for the last, dude, for the last 20 years, there's been infinite studies on sperm, testosterone, mm -hmm. lowering effect of, of our created EMF exposure. So yeah. testosterone plummeting as a result. So get those damn cell phones out of your pocket, turn them off, turn them on airplane mode. It's better. It's not completely because it stays connected to the any maps and shit like that, but it's better. Take those out of your pockets. Women, please take them out of your bras because there was a study of a lady that used a cell phone and she had tumors exactly where the antenna of the phone was. Hmm. There are hundreds and thousands of studies on EMFs that once you open up that can of worms, it's as anything. Mm -hmm. Like how I, how I started this. Don't be so flippant and say, that's not true. Mm -hmm. Look at it. Right. I this up. Look at all my end notes. Look at all the studies. Yeah, it's very there. well referenced. I mean, yeah. this book is highly referenced. What do you think of the EMF blocker like devices that are out there? Effective? What's the science say? Uh, most of them are junk, right? So, you know, the, the, the little stickers and pendants. Now, there's a caveat. Early days, these pendants and stickers largely had no science and they're just snake oil. There's been some interesting studies that are coming out. There's a company called WaveGuard out of Germany where an electrosensitive kid, he's now not a kid, his, he's an engineer, his dad's an engineer, and they created these devices uh, called a key shield that are creating natural toroidal fields that take the polarized radiation of our devices and depolarizes it. So it takes the less concentration. So they did... They did a few million dollars of study and one, they did tissue study where they found that having one of their 
shielding device. It wasn't really a shield. Shields come if you Faraday cage. Like I have, I turn my Wi-Fi off at night. I plug back in when I can. And I also have a Faraday cage and a Faraday with Dr. Faraday back in the early 100. So you can put a cage around it, smart meters. I suggest everyone who has a smart meter close to their house, please, you can get for a few bucks, you can get a Faraday cage that will minimize the dirty electricity. Dirty electricity, RF right, uh, frequency is connected to also leukemia, childhood leukemia, dirty electricity, not grounded properly. These things are dangerous. So the history of electronics, which I got into, is so fascinating mm -hmm. and scary because they knew even electrifying the United States, they knew that that was already causing issues. It was causing migratory pattern problems for birds. Uh, one of the sparrows died off and they and they 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 said that was a direct result of the electromagnetic fields of wiring. And so these kind of things have been happening for a long period of time. And so now when you're getting to millimeter waves with the 5G, what you're doing is you're so think of electromagnetic radiation as just smoke. It's 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 you can't see it, but it's there. Uh, smoke, you could see it and you're like, oh, that's carcinogenic. I got to get away from that. Same, same, right? Mm -hmm. So now you have 1G that was created. You have 2G that was created. You have 3G that was created. You have four and now five. These one, two, three, and four are not gone away. It's layering on top of it. So we just created more electromagnetic smog. Mm -hmm. We're creating more stress response. So the thing is proximity and duration stay away plug back in don't put this up to your head use you plug back into you know use air tubes or just headphones normal headphones these things are things you can do but it's scary because yeah. it shows up as if it's an endocrine disruptor mm -hmm. the research is showing these kind of these kind of things that are happening with electromagnetic exposure so just think of it as response, uh, stress and yeah. you don't want to be around it and you don't want to be close to it. Right. I, when I go over and talk about physiological and psychological stress, people, when you say the word stress, oftentimes telehealth patients will say, well, I'm not stressed out at all. And they think right. of just the mental, emotional, right. like, no, the body's under a lot of stress. Right. And it, like you said, it's not just relationships and unresolved trauma, which is part of it. it and it's not just food, which is part of it, totally. but it's these, these things that are fatal conveniences in many ways. So uh, the ear tubes, I just want to understand it. Is that the same as like headphones or are the ear tubes that you were talking about? Or the yeah, so, the, so, so, you know, they have cords, right? Regular headphones okay. have cords and there can be small amounts of el electromagnetic fields that can transfer through the wire and Got through it. your head. The air tubes are literal. So I'm putting this up to the camera. This okay. is air. So the sound travels through the through air, the air so okay. it doesn't allow the conduction of the EMFs to travel with it. So I've just eliminated completely the EMFs going into my head. Got it. So, uh, and Bluetooth is a horrible idea, even though it's the same frequency bandwidth of the cell phone. It's not, it's like amplitude. The river is not as strong. 
but it's still the river. It's still the same. It's just not as, as much uh, power going into it, but you're, it, it's inside your head. So remember what mm-hmm. I said? Proximity through mm-hmm. the research and duration. I see people with their earbuds in all day, right? Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden you put a freaking cancer stick in your head. Like, like now that you know, I get it. Airbuds, all these things, you gotta wage, you gotta, you gotta find your balance. But mm-hmm. you know, earbuds in your head, from my point of view, is a mm-hmm. really bad idea. Cell phones in your pocket and your sports bras, a really bad idea. Got it. Guys, you have to try this protein powder I've been having for the past months, probably six months at this point. It tastes so freaking good because usually protein powder has this chalky aftertaste, but this protein powder from Clean Simple Eats, it's so creamy and smooth. There's Simply Vanilla flavor. It's my favorite one. It literally tastes like ice cream. This protein powder is blowing up on TikTok, social media for a reason. It's some of the best tasting protein powder I've ever had. And I've tried a lot in my job and in my just on my personal life as well. I probably I've had protein powder since I was a teenager and this is without a doubt my favorite. This protein powder is a powerhouse of nutrition that offers a range of benefits for your body. Unlike many protein powders on the market, this formula maintains all the bioactive compounds just like nature intended. It also contains a digestive enzyme blend to deconstruct the protein into usable amino acids that the body can actually use. They have 26 delicious all natural flavors. You can't go wrong with any of them. I love the Simply Vanilla. I'll sometimes have it by itself. Sometimes I'll put some peanut butter, organic Valencia peanut butter, and it tastes like a peanut butter milkshake. It's so good. But they have other unique flavors like chocolate brownie batter, snickerdoodle, and even strawberry cheesecake. One of the things I love about Clean Simple Eats is their high ingredient standards. Their protein powder has 20 grams of grass-fed whey protein with no artificial ingredients. It's non-GMO, it's gluten-free, and it's third-party tested. Their testing standards are 10 times higher than FDA requirements. Visit cleansimpleeats.com. Use code WILLCOLE at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's 20% off your first order at cleansimpleeats.com. When I'm consulting patients online here at the Telehealth Center, the topic from time to time, let's be honest, it comes up pretty often, the topic of alcohol at some point in my journey with them comes up, whether it's party, vacation, or it is just personal preference. They want to have some alcohol with their friends when they're going out. And um, I am a pragmatist as a clinician and a brand that I love that's doing very innovative things in the alcohol space is Z-Biotics. What I love about this brand is that their customers aren't people that drink too much irresponsibly. They are healthy people, responsible adults with plans for tomorrow. Let me explain how Zbiotics works. Zbiotics actually is a pre-alcohol probiotic. It's the world's first engineered probiotic for the specific purpose. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. 
Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut, which is why I'm always educating patients about how alcohol is a neurotoxin and can really be toxic in the body. And that's why people feel like crap the next morning because it's this toxic byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for people feeling lousy the next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break down this byproduct. It's designed to work like your liver, but in your gut where it's needed the most. Just remember to drink Zbiotics before drinking alcohol. Of course, drink responsibly and get a good night's sleep to feel your best tomorrow. Go to zbiotics.com slash Will Cole to get 15% off your first order when you use Will Cole at checkout. You can also sign up for a subscription using my code so you can stay prepared no matter the time or the occasion. Zbiotics is backed with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash Will Cole Use the code WillCole at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode. We talked about water. We talked about EMF and our electronic devices. Can we talk a little bit about personal care products, like products that people are using on their skin and their home? What are the biggest offenders? And I guess how can people, what do you recommend people to do to vet the ingredients in the products they're using on a daily basis? <laughs> I think, uh, dude. If I had a quick handbook, I definitely would have put that in there. But the problem is that, yes, you can do a lot by looking uh, on the packaging. But a lot of these things, you think of things like triclosan. You think of things like dioxins. You think of things like one poor, 1.4 dioxin. These things are created in the creation of some of these lotions or or beauty products so they're not on a label mm -hmm. they're not in it so so yes you want to look at the label first so from a skin perspective you want like if, if it's damn near you can put it in your mouth that's mm -hmm. the way you want to look <laughs> at this stuff so yeah. so when you have peas you have phthalates, you have parabens, you have things like that, heavy metals, a lot in uh, beauty pro products. Cool thing is there's some great, great DIYs for things like laundry detergents, uh, deodorants, cleaning products. I mean, the easiest cleaning product on the planet is go half and half organic white vinegar Fill the other half with water. Put your favorite essential oil, rose, lavender, clean your house. Now you've got the best disinfectant. And it's also uplifting your life, not taking away from it. So there's always a solution. Mm -hmm. We put a uh, last third of the book is vetted. Did my best to vet companies that are doing things great. So if you want to try different purchasing power, say no to the bad ones. Sometimes they're more expensive so you can save your money. Or I gave again, all these DIYs from mm. personal care to home to even clothing, right? Clothing because it's on your skin. This is, and it's mostly polyurethane, petroleum, 
Uh, did you know that it took 8,000 chemicals to, to create an average t-shirt? <laughs> it's just like, what? <laughs> what do you think of the environmental working group and their like directory for household, like beauty products, cleaning products, that kind of stuff? Are they, do you, do you recommend them? I love them. I, 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 they were a huge resource in the book. Uh, they were great indicators. They did a lot of great research. Some of the stuff that they did on realizing that the placental border and barrier was no longer something that was impenetrable. So the, the hundreds of chemicals that are getting through that the mom is exposed to is getting through the, to the baby, like these kind mm-hmm. of things. And they're dirty dozens of the chemical of the, of the non-organic exposed fruits and vegetables that you really, really need to wash, even though it's better that you wash them, of course, but still some of the pesticides, herbicides get through to some of that stuff. But Mm -hmm. EWG.org is great personal care stuff. They have rating systems Mm -hmm. uh, that make it like a fifth grader can see color coded. Mm -hmm. uh, Did this one fail? Why did it fail? Mm -hmm. Uh, it's red. Don't buy that one. You know, are all the products on there? No, but it's a hell of a good indicator. Another great organization is, uh, campaign for safe cosmetics. So they do everything from beauty products to lip glosses to, to makeup as well as personal care. So they're a great Mm -hmm. organization doing a lot of stuff, a lot of education. There's Mm -hmm. another individual that i never named in the book but i found it afterward i think it's uh momication it's an individual mom uh that that was hell-bent because her child was uh suffering from this stuff and she she's been advocating and pushing almost like the the food babe as it relates to food babe mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll send you the link so we have the proper yeah, link in the show notes for sure uh, these kind of things the hope that I have is that there's solutions. There's always a solution. Sometimes is it a little inconvenient at first? Maybe, uh, you know, the best Bluetooth is one that's in, in the trash, right? So, so, you know, plugging back in, you got the cord again, not that big a deal, man. It's really not. We're, in many ways, I always tell my patients, I'm like, we're kind of just taking it back to the 90s. Like you say, we don't have to be full on Amish <laughs> living in the middle <laughs> off the grid. Take it back to the freaking 90s. We lived yeah. a decent life in the 90s. Yeah. And it, our, our amount of our exposure to these environmental toxins, whether it be EMFs or glyph- herbicides, pesticides, all this stuff, uh, wouldn't you say that's a fair, moderate approach? Yeah, 1997. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like I'll I'll grow back my mullet too. <laughs> I mean, we had problems in the 90s. It wasn't perfect, but it certainly is leaps and bounds better than we are today. Right, but you know, I think the 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 thing that's the thing that's alarmingly true and sometimes can challenge people's worldview with this whole book, and that is thinking that some organization is has got your best interest has got the best interest of your own child of your own pet of your own partner of your own loved one and the truth is straight up and down no they do not no one 
will take care of you better than you. No one will take care of your children better than you. I had an awareness in, in this whole thing. I was like, man, we need to wake up the mama bears because the mama bears, if you know that those plastic diapers are causing your children endocrine disruption and those, those fragrances that are in those pampers and all of those easy to buy diapers are, are probable carcinogens. You're not going to buy those things. Mm-hmm. So what can you do? Right. Yeah. Invest in organic cotton and just wash the damn things because yeah. you don't want to knowingly hurt your child. We don't want to do that. But again, the worldview is that thinking that the EPA has got us, the FDA has got us, the USDA has got us, the NIH has got us. No, they don't. They do not. That's why, well, you wouldn't be in business also if, if these organizations had, had our best interest. Mm-hmm. If we, our utopia is, is and only will be generated by us as individuals taking mm-hmm. ownership of our own sovereignty, of our own health, of yeah. our own life that we want to create. And I'm sorry to say, if you want to just coast in life and flippantly tell me, I just want to live my life, cool, go mm-hmm. do your thing. I'm not here to, I don't need to waste my time on anyone that just wants to live their life and, and in 10 years, hell man, yeah, you'll deal with whatever consequences we all will, whatever consequences we decide. Mm-hmm. All I want, this is my, this is my want. I saw my dad suffer unnecessarily at the face and at the hands of people that didn't give a shit about him that mm-hmm. were using things that are detrimental to his health and my health and everyone else's health. Mm-hmm. So why I wrote super life. Cause I want people to eat fucking whole food and everything else. Why am I writing this? Because there's a freaking elephant in the room of our modern day world. To your point, how we started this thing, we all need to have a, this freaking conversation. We're running around. Biohacking is starting to get more and more steam. Let's maximize our testosterone. Let's maximize our hormones. Let's feel the best ever. Well, mm-hmm. if you're not looking at this shit, and yeah. you're hooking yourself up full of EMFs and Bluetooth, then you're just undercutting the very thing you're spending thousands of dollars on right. to, to, to be optimal. You have to say no to almost more shit than you're saying yes to spending way too much yeah. money on you know snake oil. Right. You got to say no to this shit. We got to change right. this stuff. And I see it again to, to repeat myself. I'm measuring these things on labs. Like you said, I wouldn't be employed. I'd probably be working for the NHS or something like that <laughs> if they were doing the Lord's work, but exactly. they're not in many ways. Uh, so, I mean, well said, my friend. The what I'm curious to know, like, what's your what was the most shocking, surprising area of the book that you didn't know, but you found out through researching? Well, like I alluded to, the one, one of those was the levels to which on the electromagnetic fields and the levels of the telecommunication garbage. And this is, is something I chose to leave out because it would be a whole book. There was PDF copied 
faxes that I had read through and then validated it through people that I know who knew these people that the telecommunications companies employed their own people, so real scientists to go do the work as to what's, what's the issues with telecommunication devices. And these researchers came back and said, hey, we've got some issues. We've got to tell the public. So they released a statement, uh, not to the public. And that statement went out uh, preemptively uh, before the public to all the telecommunications companies. And overnight, the EPA lost its funding and literally, and then switched over to the FCC. And no one said anything about the dangers that they found. So these things are... Again, so I was like, holy shit, that's like tobacco industry. And I would even say that this is more dangerous Mm -hmm. because they don't have smoke to deal with. Right. (laughs) It's invisible. And and they're using old standards. They're using SARS. They're using thermal conduction. They're using, hey, is your cell phone close to you and is it burning you? Mm -hmm. But when you look at the fine print, you can even open up your phone. They recommend you not hold the phone close to your body. Uh, mm-hmm. it's in centimeters, but it's like nine inches beyond. And so does it, do you know that? Does anyone know that? Do you, mm-hmm. do, do, do you know that to tell your children? Uh, everyone's yeah. running around with these damn things. So those kind of things when you're, when, so the surprising, I knew some of this stuff, but mm-hmm. reading it, yeah, reading the data and I'm going, you know how many times I swore to myself, I'm sitting out on my deck underneath an oak tree plugged in to my computer with my computer off my lap working two and a half years on this book 20 researchers in the background working on all the shit i'm swearing to myself every month going oh my god and then things like you know pfos in dental floss um which which is you know you're putting something in your mouth and it's a known forever chemical, and it's a known carcinogen. And because it's a medical device, they don't have to tell you. And it just makes it easier to slip in between your teeth. And they just sell that shit to us. And we don't have any informed consent. So this kind of shit drives me crazy. It drives me absolutely crazy. And just the obvious ones too. It's like, we're just running around drinking water out of plastic. And that's just chelating into our bodies. We're, we're consuming 200 micro bits of plastic every year, all of us. And those are an infinite amount of chemicals and phthalates and parabens and endocrine disruptors. And when I knew this stuff, but then I'm reading it and smoking guns of the research is everywhere. It, it was just, it's just shocking. Mm-hmm. And it's no wonder when you look, and, and this is my, uh, another one of my thoughts when I hear people, when we talk about this in our space, people say, oh, you're hyperbolic, you're, you're fear mongering. But then you look at the statistics of the autoimmune conditions and mental health, yeah. health issues and metabolic issues and cancer and heart disease. And we realize, we know it's multifaceted. We know it's multifactorial, but to ignore this massive component and the, the the phrase that you said at the top of the conversation, informed consent. How can yeah. we have informed consent when we're not even having the discussion? Totally. I mean, they they still lobby for uh, for genetically modified organisms to be in our food. They still lobby for 
astrazine and glyphosate to be all over sprayed on our food and they don't tell us mm-hmm. and you can't see it and this invisible shadow world i'm sick of it i'm sick mm-hmm. of it i wish i wish you weren't employed in these ways and i wish i didn't have to write this damn book yeah that wish doesn't change anything and that wish it's almost like you know it's the shadow work it's the shadow work that like Someone has to say something, and there's a lot of great people. I'm not the only one, of course. Mm-hmm. And and you're 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 like testing stuff, and you're looking at it, going, "Hey, you have heavy metals." I mean, yeah, like it's, you do something or not do something, like yeah. <laughs> if glyphosate's coming out in your urine, it's not normal, right? I mean, it's, it's not, not a supposed nor- to be there. You know, it's not a normal level of herbicides <laughs> and pesticides coming out of your urine, <laughs> yeah. but you see it on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's shocking. Yeah. And um, the disruption, the disruption of that glyphosate on its pathway from exposure to coming it being excreted is is the worst metabolic train wreck connected to so many destructive pathways. It's utterly if you know, I would love to figure out how you do a do a a VR right of glyphosate wreaking fucking havoc through the body like how could we show that because again we don't see it it's out there it's not happening to me because i i am just who i am and i don't notice it and that's the insidious nature of that that like every little thing and i'm also not saying all these things in the book are acutely killing people just like you, all of this added up over time is blaring and it's so mm-hmm. loud that we need to, and I know it's overwhelming for people hearing this. I totally get it. That's why you just take one thing. Even if you're overwhelmed, just grab the book and open up a page, learn something, and then go to the back <laughs> and then just go apply, apply one change for God's right. sake. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's cumulative. So start moving the needle. And what and what I find is that people lean into it and then it's less overwhelming than you thought it was. And especially right. when you start feeling better, then you have more bandwidth and more resilience to want to do things that love you back. Totally. And that's 100%. that, you know, you know that, you know, it's like it's overwhelming if you're 100 pounds overweight and feeling like shit and have no energy. How are you supposed to go put out more energy with exercise when you have no energy. It's mm-hmm. like these things feel monumental. Right. But when you start just moving two minutes, you know, there mm-hmm. was a study that just came out. I think if you, you move two minutes a day, it cuts down your mortality by 20%. It's like crazy numbers, mm-hmm. right? It's like yeah. crazy. Just move a little bit. And then that little, that snowball effect. And so when you minimize exposure, when you minimize these things, you start changing this stuff, you start recapitulating the energy that was lost and that was not able to be found. And so the next thing you know, the seat of your tomorrow is a dynamic, spirited ass kicker that can only be created if you're willing today to do something for that future person. And, and that's the deal, man. There's a faith to this thing. 
there is a faith to this thing. Like, I don't have all the answers, but I know I need to do this and I'm going to take that step. And I don't know the outcome, even though our monkey minds want to know everything that's going to happen before we take a step. Sorry, just not how it works. So taking some knowledge in followed by the action, that is the jewel. That is spirit in motion. And when you do that, when you integrate, miracles happen. Well said, my friend. Beautiful. As you know, the podcast, it's called The Art of Being Well. At the end of every episode, I want to pick your brain about a few things within wellness. And you're, you're, you're the top of that. I mean, I'm talking to the guy that knows about so much stuff within wellness. So first question is, what is the worst tasting healthy food? It tastes disgusting, but you still have it because it's so good for you. It has some great nutrition science behind it. Oh my God. I tell you that, I mean, it's not the worst, but it pops in my head because I just drank it. Uh, she legit. Yeah. Because of the terpene. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty gnarly. Pretty but funky you, for sure. When you, when you dilute it enough, it's totally fine. I think, let me see there. Um, you know, berberine uh, 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 is pretty bad. Pre- pepperine is pretty gnarly. Like the active ingredient in pepper is a great catalyst. Let me see. Yeah, there's always a few. I've never had anyone say Sheila Jeet. That's a great one. Yeah. Uh, what is, I talk about something that people are exposed to on a regular basis, colognes, perfumes, like scents. What's your favorite natural scent? Do you I mean, wear one? Yeah, yeah. It has to be rose and lavender. I kind of go back and forth. Love it. Just like essential oil, straight up essential oil. Totally. And also flower essences. Like this great uh, John Steele is one of the greatest alchemists of essential oil. I met him 20 years ago. He would talk to me about when the flower would give the essence to the water molecule, and that's the perfect time to get it. And so hydrosols, I'm a huge fan of. So hydrosols, rose, lavender, all those things. I've actually drank cacao hydrosols before, and it literally, it set me on a journey. It was crazy, yeah. Love it. Do you have a favorite uh, deodorant for people? Yeah, you know, the one I use is is, uh, this company I've been working with. The company's called Bite Toothpaste because they're orange. Yeah. yeah, they're but I love I love their deodorant. It works because you know some of these chemistries get a little weird after and, and it's sustainable. So it gets these these cool aluminum uh case and then they just send you these uh refillable cardboard with the natural, you know, shea butter, coconut oil, e- essential oil. And, and those things are great. So that's my, that's what I'm currently using. I'd love to try other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know native's pretty good. The, mm-hmm. the scent's a little strong for me. So that's, that's the one I'm currently using. Love it. What is, if you had to pick between the two, coffee or tea, what would you pick? Tea for sure. Do you have a favorite type of tea and how, and how do you have it? Uh, ma- matcha tea for sure is my, is deep, deep deep, deep green, thick. Chlorophyll. Yeah. yeah. Matcha tea is my, is my go-to. Love it. What's an up and coming wellness trend or research that you're really excited about? Uh, good question. 
the algae gels that are starting to pop up in the wellness world, I, I was looking at those 25 years ago. So I love that because the catalysts that they have are very beneficial from a mineral perspective. I'm interested in the feeling that the gel has on the mouth. So I've been starting to play with how to bring in, formulate with the gel into other functional com components and, and mm. compounds. So I'm putting my, my, my uh, formulation hat back on. So I, I've been, I've been diving into the little bit of that recently. You know, I love, again, I'm going back to the she legit. I'm, I love the insurgence of fulvic and humic ways to not just take the paste mm -hmm. of she legit, but to, there's a great company called mana vitality that they sourced. If I was to source something, because I've spent a lot of time sourcing superfoods, they are doing it right. So they're finding very high quality um, she legit and also deep sea minerals and combining that into their product. So I love that, but you know, we are the, the mineral side of things mm -hmm. we constantly have to bring in. And I love the alchemy of minerals in its plant form mm -hmm. as opposed to over supplementation especially when people don't know and they're just grabbing stuff because they think they need it and they don't really know and they haven't tested it. So as right. a, as a standardization, remineralizing our water is something that I've always been fascinated with. Yeah, for sure. What's your dream vacation? Uh, not, you know, money's not an object. What's, what's your dream vacation? Oh my God. You know, I, I have these things all the time that you know, vacation to me is an active vacation. And when I'm on purpose, that's the best vacations for me. You know, I will say things like when I was filming down to earth and I'm working on another show right now, and there's going to be a lot more like, for example, when I'm in Iceland and I'm on purpose, when I'm in Costa Rica on purpose, when I was in Bhutan, in the middle of the Himalayas on purpose, filming a documentary for me, having a little leisure with some purpose com combines to make a perfect alchemy. I would like to make, you know, you know, go to some places that I haven't been, uh, you know, Romania, Greece, Portugal, like things like that. But mm -hmm. for me, vacations have to be purposeful. That's the most fulfilling. Love it. Will there be another season of Down to Earth? There will not be another season of Down to Earth. There was a lot of lot of things that just kind of wasn't working. And uh, so for me, it's always been purpose first. And so since I have a lot more in the tank, uh, we'll be able to spill out the new co-host I have, uh, who's a, quite a badass but we uh, we've been developing this new show for the last year amazing um and it started oh man it's uh it's gonna be fun and it's it's a lot of like exposing solutions in the world and the only reason we're exposing a solution is because there's shit that's not getting done so we're really finding some incredible people from around the world and so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you informed. Yeah, keep you posted. Throw me a text. When will it be out? Do you have like a rough time? No, no, no. I, I hope that we are 
starting to film and my my fingers crossed we start to film in three months awesome amazing what this is a, I can't wait to hear your answer on this this is completely subjective I know this but what is the weirdest wellness thing you've done that you're willing to admit on a podcast <laughs> the easy answer <laughs> well no there's a couple all right I'll, I I've never publicly said this but the first one was when I was in Peru, uh, we were in a market. Oftentimes in the Amazonian markets, you can find shit that there's no way anyone knows that this exists. And there was this group of just ancient old women sitting around this pot. Literally, it was like a film. You're like, this is so unbelievable. And they have smiles that go on forever. And they called us over. Cause we obviously stuck out and they said, medicina, medicina. And I'm like, what is it? And they opened this pot and it smelled the worst thing I've ever smelled in my life. And finally through translation, I said, what the hell is that? It's 75 year old fermented tubers, a type of potato for 75 years. This has been fermenting. And then they just put it in the pot. And, and they were like, well, it's cooked. So it's not, so I'm not worried about bacteria. So I'm like, oh shit. Okay. I got to try it. And so it's like horrible. Like you think you're going to throw up. I tasted it. It was the best thing I've ever had. Wow. It was absolutely the opposite. And they said, this will heal anything. Like it was so packed full of antimicrobial, antifungal, antibacterial. It was like the most super powered, jacked up potato <laughs> food I've ever had in my life. Wow. 75 years, grandma potato. Yeah. Uh, what, what did it taste like? God, I don't know if I could ever describe it. It was like first putting your head down over the worst sewer you could possibly imagine. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It smelled like, you know, I'm putting my head in the toilet and it was this kind of multi-sensory, a little bit of, certainly right away, it was sweet, which was delicious. Mm-hmm. And then there was tangy. And then you could, you could sense the terpenes. So there was this strong terpene kind of sense, but wasn't, but kicked you a little bit at the end of the throat. Mm-hmm. But, but it ended to be again, sweet again. So it was just this kind of, Multi- you know, there was no category. Acid, yeah. Nah. Would you do it again? Probably. 100%, would. Yeah. 100%. Did you, did you feel like it more? I mean, not that you had any chronic issues then, but did you notice any difference when you had the, I don't remember. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I think it was just so fun to do it and watch yeah. them laugh and, and, uh, and, and knowing that we had a bunch of gnarly travel, I felt like, I, I felt like a superhero after eating it. Yeah. What, what's the, what's your, out of all the places you've traveled and you've traveled a lot, what's your favorite restaurant in the world? And when you're there, what do you order? Oh my God. Probably hard, really hard for you to pick there. Oh my God. Favorite restaurant. Um, I can't even remember all their names, but I think the Peruvian, God, they're going to kill me for not remembering the name, but the Peruvian restaurant, we, if people go to season one, on the episode in Peru where we sat down with the chef, I think because I love Peru so much and he used local 
food. It, I think it was called Coronado or something like that. It's a, you know, it's like a two month waiting list. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll find out and, and send it to you so you can put it in the show notes. But yeah, that was probably my favorite. And if I go back to Lima, I'm definitely going to hit up that show. Love it. My friend, this has been great. Where can people go to get the book, learn more about your work? Yep. Fatal Conveniences, baby. So yeah, anywhere where they love to buy books, they can do it. Go to my website. I sneak out more Fatal Conveniences on my podcast, The Darren Oline Show, darrenoline.com, uh, Darren Oline, all social. So yeah, we'll be sneaking out some stuff here soon. But yeah, dope, man. It's so exciting to, to talk with you. Likewise, man. It's always great catching up with you. Love you, brother. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, man. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.